welcome back to the show. This is Nicole Sylvester, your host, your guide, and really a mirror for you. My intention for you in this episode and in all these episodes, this entire show and the work that I do, is that I am just a reflection for you to remember, to get curious, and to begin to wake up to your own magnificence, because that is what we're here to do. That's my belief. So today we are going to talk about unraveling my unraveling, but not only my unraveling, what unraveling is and when I've experienced it, how it's shown up in my world and my clients' experiences and what it really means. If you are not someone that's following me on Instagram, come over there and meet me, but you'll notice that there's a post that I have pinned there, at least right in this moment, and it's about me sharing how my life began to unravel and how I made space for it. After I made that post, I received quite a few DMs from just people that have been in my world, whether they were in um, you know, programs over the years or people that I have met at some of my live events, reaching out and saying a, a few things. Either I resonate with this, I'm going through this right now, or this really put words to something I felt. Thank you for sharing this. I, I felt really alone in this experience or you know, thank you for sharing this because not a lot of people talk about this. The reason why it can be funky to talk about, especially if people are not accustomed to being vulnerable and sharing some of the messy parts, is that unraveling is fucking messy. It is messy. It is like things are shifting so fast and I don't know what's going to remain. I don't know who I'm going to be on the other side of this. It's like being on a ride and not knowing where you're going. The reality is that that's kind of how life is anyway. I know that a lot of us have the illusion that life is predictable. You think that you know what's going to happen tomorrow. You think you know what's going to happen next month. You can make plans, but you don't know what's going to happen. I think back to this, this time last year, I was like sending these fun texts to my friends. We were planning this like freaking dreamy trip for my 40th birthday we were doing all this stuff I was living a certain way and I had a big plot twist it changed everything everything now I don't say that to scare you it's just it's it's what life is it's always changing think of a time where you made a plan you thought it was going to go that way and it didn't it's great it's great to make plans it's great to play I love when Dr. Shafale um I don't know if you follow her, but she talks about like, ah, make your vision board, make your plans, but like, haha, like life's going to have its own plan for you. And the reality is for spiritual teachers like myself, we get that. We understand that life has its way of unfolding. We can play in the influence of it. We can get excited about it. We can get curious and we can raise our vibration. We can raise our expectation and we can really play with the art of choosing to feel good. That is something that's really beautiful. And that's the power we hold. And life will have its own way with you, especially if you are surrendering and saying, I'm ready. I'm ready for an upgrade. I'm ready to be used. I'm ready to meet my highest self. I'm ready for the ultimate relationship. I'm ready to live open-hearted. I'm ready to have the the most aligned business that I can possibly imagine. Those things sound like when you're praying for them or you are declaring them to life, doesn't it sound like things are about to get really, really good? 
But guess what? Sometimes you're going to have to go through a death before that, a shedding, a release, and a rebirth. You might have to go through a metamorphosis. On the surface, if you're not going into this very deeply and you're just thinking like, I'm going to set a goal, I'm going to set an intention, this is what I want to have, this is what I want to experience, you might think that it's going to go up and up and up from here. But you have to understand that we don't only ascend, we also have to descend. We have to, like expansion is not just up, up, up. It's like full out expansion. And there's things that are part of your current paradigm that makes up everything that you are, who you believed yourself to be, how you relate to the people outside of you, the kind of relationships, agreements, and vows you have right now. Some of them must be broken for you to go to that place you've been praying about. Some of them must be broken. And some of them, doing that, it's going to break your heart. It's going to feel highly uncomfortable. Some of you may have to take a pay cut. Some of you may have to move into a different home. Some of you may lose a friend. But you know what? This really comes down to your conversation and relationship with God, with this universe, with with life, whatever you believe it to be. Do you trust? So I live by the core belief that nothing real can be threatened. Now, this doesn't mean it's not going to be uncomfortable. That is, of course, in Miracle's teaching. But nothing real can be threatened. So I'm feeling like when I'm on the, the edge of this, or I shouldn't say when I'm on the edge, but I'm on the other side of this tornado or this wave or this rearranging that's happening in my life right now, if I just surrender to it, what I know is that nothing real in my life can be threatened by this. Relationships that are meant to remain will remain and grow even stronger. Business projects and and passions and ideas that are meant to thrive and be abundant, they'll be even more abundant. That on the other side of this, I will know who I really am and what I am made of. Am I willing to allow everything that is not real to be washed away? Can I weather that storm? To me, that is an unraveling. And that is what I went through. It's not the first time I went through it. It's just that every time I go through it, I am clarified by it. I have a better relationship with it. I don't think I'm losing everything. I think that I need to make some space and I need to surrender and I need to get clear on what I'm thinking, what I believe, and I need to question some things. And I need to be a strong witnesser in my life and not go unconscious. I need to become even more conscious in this time. So the unraveling for me, like I said, it's happened multiple times. It doesn't happen every year. It's something that for me, it's been like on a three to four year cycle. And it is not fun. Just because I know what it is does not make it fun. Does not make it something that I want to say, hey God, I'm ready for another one. No. (laughs) Because, you know, I would love to say, here's what I'm calling in. And then it only goes up, 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 up. But in those other years, like I'm talking about where, you know, in those years between the unravelings, the metamorphosis, it does feel like it's just going up, up, up. And that's cool, right? Like it's fun. It doesn't mean there's not challenges. It doesn't mean there's not things. But an unraveling sometimes brings me to my knees and brings me to a deep surrender. 
and it's a metamorphosis. So if we really think about what a metamorphosis is, because some people are really trying to order that off the menu of life, like, I'm ready for my metamorphosis. Do you understand what a metamorphosis even is? We have to think about this. So if we think about this, it's not just like I'm going to adjust my wings. I want to add a little purple. Or I want to just like, you know, change the color of my body. Let's add a little shimmer. A metamorphosis is like a full-on transfiguration. It's like you are going to go in as one state and you are going to come out as a totally different being. Like in the cocoon, the caterpillar is no longer. That shape, that, that identity, it dies. It turns into absolute goo. It's, it's not there. You can look for it. You can cut it open. It's not there. And then all of a sudden, after the goo of being like nothing, you could cut it open in the goo and be like, this is shit. There's nothing here. This, there's no butterfly here. Like, what is this? There's no cocoon or there's, or there's no uh, caterpillar. There's no butterfly. Like, this is just a wash. Like, this doesn't work. And if you are mid-unravel, then you could even think that that's what's happening with you. But for those of us that know, and we've been through, you have to understand that that's not what happens. You can't judge it while you're in the goo. You have to let yourself take form. You have to give yourself the time, the space, the, the nurturing, right? When I say nurturing, if we take that cocoon and we throw it into an, a condition that does not serve for it to take shape, it's never going to be the butterfly. So when I'm unraveling and I know it in this time, knowing what I know, having the financial means to do so, I just decided I'm going to take space. I'm going to take space and I'm going to allow whatever is not real to be washed away, including my own beliefs, including my own perspectives, including any relationships, any projects, any ways of making money. Anything that I believe to be true, if it is not true and it is not for my highest best, I welcome it to leave now. That's what I did. And some of it was scary. Some of it I had to cancel certain things and I was like, well, what if people always think I'm flaky? But I was like, well, then they're not real. This is not real for me. That's something that's not real and I can allow it to be washed away. But the people that know, that know me, that get me, that are meant to be in my world, they're going to get this. They're going to honor this process and they're going to know. And it cannot be threatened. So that was a big deal. So making space for whatever is absolute truth to come through. And let me tell you, some things came through that really wowed me. Like, I did not expect that. I did not expect that to be the result of this. I was going down a whole different direction. So it was just interesting, you know, but that's what happens. You know, I'd say that another uh, big thing with this is that I want you to know that it can feel scary. Like even though I made space for it and even though I have this, I have big faith and I have this relationship with God, I still had to lean in even closer I still had to make even more space. I had to tune out the world a bit. I love time by myself. Like, out of all the people I know, I might like my alone time more than anyone else I know. (laughs) But it's not only because it's time with myself, it's time with God. I, I need a lot of that time in my life. And 
I'm not mad at it. And I know a lot of people don't understand it, but that's who I am and that's how I am, especially in this season. So I made a lot of time and I leaned in really close and I asked big questions. You know, I was asking questions about my work. I asked questions about my beliefs about business, not just like, oh, am I worthy or what is the highest and best business? Like I was asking things like that, but I was like, do I believe that anymore? You know, there's certain things that were coming up, some things that happened last fall with me that I experienced with, with different investments I made and, um, just things that I believed to be true for so long. And all of a sudden I was like, do I want to continue in this belief system? Do I want to continue down this path? Do I want to still coach people? Do I want to work intimately with people? I didn't know. And that's why I just pressed pause. Imagine if you don't know if it's the best. Like some people are like, well, I don't know if this is the best thing for me. Let me just, let me just keep going. No, for me, that's not what I do. If I don't know if something, I'm like, let me just pause and gather some information. Let me just pause and really feel into my truth. Let me just pause and listen to what my body has to say to this because my mind can try to get me to go somewhere because it's afraid or it wants to belong or it doesn't want to be flaky or it wants to keep making certain dollar amounts. My mind could do that. My ego could do that. But my body is not going to be on board for that. So I had to really let my body lead the way on this one. And I had to continue to listen. It's just like, you know, a doctor would, med- uh, not all doctors, but some doctors will muscle test you before they give you certain supplements and um, certain protocols you know, it's like being with your own muscle test, checking in with your own body, your own abdomen. Like what is true for me? Is it time to go? Is it time to restart? Is this right? There was things I just wasn't sure on, you know, it's like, and then I became sure. I became sure I had to get clear on my intentions. I had to get clear on my why. I had to unhook myself from certain ways of being that I feel like are dying out in the industry or at least are dying out in my paradigm. The people that I'm meant to work with, the work I'm meant to do, there's going to be, there's a different frequency to it now. And the average person may not even pick up on that frequency, but the people that are meant to are going to. And that's something that I had to like really let take place and really let life handle that for me, with me, (laughs) through me. So if you think about this process, you may be going through this right now and you just don't know what it is. You may just feel like you've lost something or you may feel like you've lost your mojo or you may feel like your business no longer is feeling like what it once did. You may feel like your relationship is not it. You may feel like there's friendships that are not feeling like the friends they once were. There can be a lot of things that are going down. And my best advice to you is just to watch and pay attention. That life is speaking to us at all times. And we have ways of listening. And like I know for me, the work that I do with my clients is we're working to turn up the antenna and the receptivity of the body so that you can make decisions from your truth, not from wounding or fear or ego. Because we all have an ego. We all have wounding. We all have fear. We all have the ability to live in survival. We all have the ability to live in thriving. We are equipped for both, but we sometimes have to let the old ways die out of us to fall away 
and then we're living different on the other side. So make space, make space. You know, it's interesting because I really, in this um, idea of an unraveling, it also really feels like a wintering. If you ever have heard of the term wintering, like we don't allow ourselves to winter. The entire freaking personal development field is like anti-winter sometimes. Like you, you watch it and it's like, this is how you feel? Well, then you should do a 75 hard. This is how you feel? Then you should do like three ice baths this week and then go in to do this this time and then go do some sprints and then go and push and do 10 calls anyway. That might work for men, but ladies, I'm speaking to you that just identify as feminine beings. We are, yes, we have feminine and masculine consciousness, but for those of us that lean feminine and we're coming into the power of living in our feminine ways and really allowing our bodies to be what they are meant to be for us, we can't try to override the body constantly. We have to also pay attention to what the body's speaking to us. Allow its wisdom and mystery to guide us. And when it's ready, you'll know. And there's ways that you can summon it. You know, like when you know it's time, there's, there's ways that you can summon it. And when I say that, it's like um, I was telling my daughter this the other day. You know, like a snake charmer? And you can like charm yourself. You're like, all right, I feel that we're on the other side of this. Let's press some buttons. Let's make sure that our energy is really pristine. Let's make sure that we are really consuming the right things to support the capacity that I'm saying yes to, the capacity that I intend to hold. And that's a different conversation. It's a different conversation. I'm not going into that in this podcast, but it's a different conversation. Capacity is a thing. So yes, I unraveled and at this spring equinox time which is coming up right around the corner I feel like I'm I'm here and I would say I'm back but I'm not back because I'm different I would say the biggest things are my no is so strong my no is so strong and not in a way that is like over boundaried but it's like I'm so clear on what feels like a yes and no and I'm allowing that I would say another thing was one of the things that I had to unravel not only was this old way of doing business where it was like I was so called up not only myself but the things around me everyone was like number chasing and I just thought this feels really empty to me of course I am here to be wealthy yes I am here to make lots of money and to thrive but it has to be about so much more than that and deeper than that and not just because I'm saying it but like it really has to mean that The other thing that had to unravel was like the question about business is there's this fine line in in the business that I'm in where I've experienced this and I've been on the receiving end of this where people are just like, but it's business. It's business. But this is a very fucking human business. We are like in it. It's vulnerable. It's deep. There's um, very much subtleties. Like in order to really mentor and coach someone, it has to be a very safe space and people have to really let you in and you have to really let them in. This is like deep, intimate relationships. It's not just business. To say it's just business is like to be disconnected from the absolute truth and I don't believe that and I'm calling bullshit on it and if anyone speaks that, I'm like, ugh. 
And that's what I had to really unpack. And I, that's why I was like, well, if this is just business and this is what coaching is and this is what this means, then I don't know if I can do it anymore. I don't know if I'm meant to be in this. But now, after my unraveling and after the emergence of what's new, after the new form has taken place, what I realize is, oh, this industry needs a coach like me. This industry needs a mentor like me. That's what it really is. But I had to let the new form land because I was still too connected to the old way. And this isn't an external thing like this person was this way. I too was that way. There was parts of me that have grown up in this industry. When I say grown up as a businesswoman that learned these ways and that part of me was like, yes, I have my stamp of approval on this. And I had to let it all go, question everything, and begin to ask, what do I believe about it? Like, yeah, there's an industry, but then there's my personal industry. And that's me. That's how I show up. That's what happens in the container of working with me, of being in my world. What do I do? Who am I? And what can people expect? And at the end of the day, I'm still not responsible for everyone's experience because I'm not them. However, I can do my part to my highest and best. And I had to redefine how I want to do that. I had to redefine what success looks like to me. And I realized that success really didn't change too much for me. Like when I say redefining it, it just had to like shift a bit. And that's, it's just has, it's about what feels good, right? It comes right back to what feels really good. And it's not about numbers. It's about abundance. Yes, abundance is like a core value in that. It's a core like value, but it's not about specific numbers and racing and chasing and that ego shit that I had to like let it leave me. It it left. Like I don't have the same connection to it. And at first that was startling because I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. What do I believe about money? Do I still care about money? (laughs) I was like, I don't know if I do. Like, let's see what remains. Nothing real can be threatened, you know? But money is how we live. It really is. But we can't let money be something that takes precedence over love, harmony, well-being, nurturing, caring for one another. That's like where, that's where it has to like get checked in for me. So there was a lot of that. And then there was also me really like craving being uh, in the space with greenery and uh, walking in the soil and you know having time and being slow and so many people are like why did you go to Austin somebody just asked me I was doing a catch-up call with one of my friends and she was like why Austin like I don't get it people don't get it sometimes like especially my California friends and the reason why I'm in Austin I don't think a lot of people understand that but like let me just do a little shout out I'm not being paid for this but it's it's good. There's a little spot here called Alive and Well. It's about 15 minutes from where I stay here in Austin. <clears throat> I discovered it when I first came to Austin back in, when did we come? We came in like June of 2020, July of 2020. It was hot as hell. So freaking hot. It was so crazy. When we first came here, we were looking at these big ass houses and um, they were like $210,000 and we were in there and I'm like, Chanel, this house feels too big. And I'll tell you about the house being too big thing. My house in Las Vegas was 3,800 square feet. And I actually didn't like how big it was. Like there were rooms that I didn't go in ever. 
So I don't know. It just had this like empty spaciousness to me. And I think when it's just Chanel and me, and then really it's a lot of the times it'll just be me at the time. I was like, that feels too big. So anyway, we were here looking at all these homes and I wasn't sure if we were going to come yet. It was just an immediate like feeling that we should go to Austin. And there was a lot of people moving to Austin, but that wasn't the reason. It was just this call. And I feel there was something happening in the cosmos, in the collective, that so many people got this like call to Austin, Texas. It's weird. But nevertheless, it does make sense with all the things that are happening, like crazy laws that are happening in Texas. So that's a whole other story, another podcast. But let me just say that I feel like the light was being called here. And a lot of people moved here. And when I first got here, for that first visit, I saw Rachel Hollis shared a coffee shop and it looked really cute. And to be honest, it looked like places I like in California. <laughs> so I went to go visit this place and it was called Elle's and attached to it was Alive and Well. And I was like, oh, like massage and IV drips in the same place. And there's like vitamins, supplements and like essential oils. Like this place was a vibe. So... That was my first taste of it. And when I moved here, October 2020, I started going and seeing people there, like my facialist, my acupuncturist. And I'll tell you, the people are exceptional. They're exceptional. And some people will say, like, don't you have that in L.A.? No, not like this. Because here's the thing with L.A. There's these places, but they're separate. And then there's traffic and then there's parking garages and the whole thing feels like chaos just to make it happen. Where here I drive 15 minutes, there's zero traffic. I go my little back way. There's no parking garage, you just park right there, right out front. And you know, it's just like this, this small town feel. And my nervous system really loves that sometimes. But I have to tell you this, now that I'm on the other side of my unraveling, I'm ready to get out of Austin for the moment. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? And I share this because I think a lot of people try to figure me out. And I, th I think a lot of people try to figure wild women out. Like they try to figure us out. They want to tame us. They want us to fit into a box. They want us to be more predictable. But I can't even predict myself. So if you try to predict me, good luck. It's like there are patterns, yes. There's things that I know, just like I know the unraveling. And I know that after an unraveling, there's going to come a resurgence of a new form. And it's going to be bigger, brighter, bolder, more abundant than the former one. But it takes time. It, make, it takes space. The timeline is not predictable. I won't know for sure. What I'm going to like, who knows? You know, it's like we just have to allow ourselves to follow what feels true in the moment and allow us to follow the, the nudges of life. And I know that this doesn't make sense. And some of you might be like, what? But guess what? Miracles don't make sense. Life does not make as much sense as we think it does. You trying to change your life and saying, I'm ready to live my dream life and break generational patterns. And I'm ready to become rich even though my entire family has struggled financially. That doesn't make sense. Or being in funky relationships and saying, I'm ready for the love of my life. That doesn't make sense. If we look at patterns and predictability, it wouldn't make sense. But we're not about making sense in this place. Here, you, 
me, this podcast. We're not about making sense. We're about following the calling of our heart, not of our egos, but our heart. We're about living fully expressed. We're about showing up and we're about listening and having this relationship with this intelligence that has been speaking to us through us all the time. From the time that we knew in our mother's womb it was time to come out to the time we knew it was time to roll over to the time we knew it was time to start crawling to the time we knew it was time to start individuating from our parents to the time we knew it was time to start paying attention and starting to trust ourselves more and loving ourselves more and believing in ourselves more. All of this is important and it's these nudges and impulses. It's life moving the way that life does in us. But when we try to put logic over it and let logic lead, we miss out on the mystery and the magic and the miracles that are who we are. So let's chill out on that. (laughs) At least if you're in my world, like I invite you, it's just a soft suggestion that you let your wild self play. Because it's like a dog that's always on a leash. <laughs> Have you seen that that video? Have you seen that video on Instagram? I'm going to have to share it because I'm going to make this podcast live and I'm going to have to share it. But it's like, okay, this dog gets off the leash and it's like doing helicopter spins. It is doing crazy circles. It is having the time of its life. And it's because it got freedom. There's joy. It's true sense of like, Being liberated is allowed and welcomed and it's unleashed, literally and figuratively. What do you look like unleashed? And sometimes the unleashing gets a little messy. It might feel a little dark, but that's part of the descent. That's part of the void. That's part of you taking new form. Will you allow yourself to take new form? This is the invitation. It's something that you don't have to be afraid of. So if there's something that you know is not for your highest and best anymore, you know, like, you don't know what's next. And this is the scary part. You don't know what's next. This is hard for women. Women hang on to shitty relationships because they don't know what's next. What if I never find another? They keep doing businesses that are, like, soul-sucking. They have to drink wine every night, drink three cups of coffee. They have to disconnect from themselves and numb out to do a business or a job that they know isn't it anymore. But they keep doing it because they don't know what's next. They keep meeting the same friends that they want to cancel for lunch because they don't know what's next. But I'm just letting you know that if you would just understand the art of making space and make space and just willingly open your hands to God and say, I'm willing to let go. I don't know what's next, but I trust it's this or better. I trust in the upgrade. I trust in in life's way for me. I I kid you not, if you're willing to make that space, an upgrade will be revealed. But you have to be willing to go through emotions that are not going to necessarily feel good. That's you going into the cocoon. That's you having some cries. That's you shedding the identity of who you were with that job, with that career, with that way of making money, with that relationship, with the identity of like, wife or girlfriend or whatever friend of so-and-so whatever it is are you willing to let go of that because it's not the totality of who you are anyway it's here for you you'll know when it's time 
But if you follow and say yes to it, that's only something you can do. And that's what's called free will. So that's what's called free will. I believe that we're not here to suffer. I believe that we're here to live a great life and that our angels and guides and all forces that be are here to support us. But we must surrender to the undoing because the undoing is unequivocally part of the becoming. So on that note, I am so looking forward to getting back into a new essence, an emerging essence of my work of leadership, of holding space for people, of walking with people in a way that is different. You're going to see some unexpected changes in the next six months. There's some things that are brewing and I'm excited for them. I'm excited to get back into walk with people in a new way. And before I begin to invite women in on that kind of journey, which is a deeper journey, a a big journey, I am hosting something that is coming through and it's the spring cleaning energy, but really we're moving through three different layers of witnessing, releasing, and stepping into your highest self. This is a really fun journey. It's really, it's simple yet potent. It's simple yet transformational. It's a 21 day journey, a three week journey with me, and it starts on Monday If you feel like you are in a time and space and season in your life where you are ready to make a decision that changes your life and to clear, adjust, and reset the way that you're showing up in the like micro ways, like not microwave, micro ways, (laughs) so that you can embody a new energy. This is for you. We are going to summon your highest self. And not only are we going to summon, like with a snake charmer, we're going to call it forth, but we are going to clear out the ways that you are on autopilot that are just clearly disconnecting you from the ability to vibe with that higher self. So we can say we want to live as our higher self, but we have ways of being and showing up that are autopilot, meaning they're your subconscious habitual ways, and they are locked in unless you become conscious and start to unlock them. So we're going to go through a three-week journey to do that. And I've made it so simple for you to join. So my friends, this is happening Monday. If you feel the call to do a spring cleaning for your soul and to realign with your highest self and walk in a way that you haven't walked before, this is for you. Join us. The link is down in the show notes. Whether you get this on Monday or you get it on Friday or you get it midway through, join us. You get access to all the information You can start it when you're ready, but just know that if you're in this vortex with us, you're going to feel lighter, more expansive, and energized, and of course, you're going to feel more in tune with your highest self. So if you're ready for that, I would love to see you. All of that is down in the show notes, and in the meantime, my friends, I invite you to share this with someone you know, someone you love that could benefit from this conversation, this energy, this reminder. The simple sharing of a podcast episode, a YouTube video, a inspirational quote, you never know the power and impact that that could have on someone's life and change the trajectory of how they show up for themselves and what they lean into. We hold that power and it's as simple as a simple share. So my friends, I'm so happy we got to share this time together. Let me know how this landed for you. I'm sending you so much love no matter where you are. If you're a caterpillar in the cocoon, if you're totally goo right now, or if you're a butterfly flying in your new form like this is the life that I dreamed of. Either way, no matter where you are, I'm sending you so much love and just know that you hold the power 
to trust yourself, to believe in yourself, to hold yourself high, and to live the life you know you're meant to live. So go out there and do the day.